There is a lot going on these days. I don't know about you, but my house is super busy. We have been traveling. There's been so many things on my plate and things that I have put there. Also things that need to be done. And if you're anything like me, you probably feel in certain areas like you're dropping the ball. Basically, I do feel like that, especially as of late. I wanted to share a realization and perhaps a revelation that I have had. So let's get into today's episode. Hey there, I'm Ashley, mom of four and creator of Reps and Redemption. Join me as I share my passion for health education, explore all things fitness and nutrition, plus share a little faith-filled homemaking along the way. If you're a mom ready to build strength and live a life of epic redemption, this podcast is for you. Let's get after it. So I want to share my current struggle with you, not surface level, but give you kind of the highlights so you can kind of understand where this revelation came from. Actually, today in church, I have had it impressed on my heart as of recently as well. So before I get into what I really want to talk about in this episode, and it will be short, so stay with me, but I've just really been struggling with balancing or trying to balance so many things. My family and I have been traveling the last 10 days. We came home. My little ones weren't feeling well. There's just been so many things that need my attention specifically. And also, there's so many things that I really enjoy doing on a personal level and relationally with my family, with my walk with the Lord. And it has been a struggle for real to just take the time and create margin for just quiet and spending time with God and even connecting with my spouse with Alex. And it's been hard because it's a busy time of year, right? We are in the midst of the holidays. Christmas is a week away at this point, if you're listening in real time. And I don't know how to explain that I've come to the realization that I'm not really a perfectionist. Um, I wouldn't probably not get anything done if I was, but there are things that I want uh, that need to be, in, in my mind, done very well. And I think I struggle with realizing that I am in a season that might be different than yours, but if you're listening to the show, we're probably in familiar seasons here with little ones and homeschooling and taking care of the home. There is so much to be done. And for those that don't understand that, that's okay. But if you know, you know. <laughs> and there's so much on my plate that only I really can take care of. And then there's those things that I have added that I really enjoy. This show is a lot about our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and also about taking care of our one and only body, our health that God has given us. And it is hard to prioritize both of those things. If you even try a little bit, something happens. If you're a mom, even with just one child, it just becomes a battle. And we have got to really carve out the time. And instead of saying, I'm going to, or I will, we really have to say, all right, at this time today, this is when I'm going to read my Bible, or this is the time I'm going to hit the gym. If we don't do that, just things just overtake 
and it's not a bad thing. It's not, you know, if your little ones need attention or your spouse wants to connect, those aren't bad things. They're not trying to steal from your quiet time or steal from the things that you want to do. We just have to plan a little bit better. And I've been realizing that, you know, I've really taken on a lot these past few months. I've added things that are important and they do matter, but priority wise, <laughs> and I hate to say that, but my, my health and fitness is a priority for sure. And so is my faith, but also my family and my home, these things will still need to happen, whether I tend to them or not. And I've just been feeling just overwhelmed by all the things that need to get done. And then all of the things that I would love to do. For example, if you've been listening to the last handful of episodes, you will know that because my husband and my six-year-old Azariah started jujitsu over a year and a half ago now, I have recently started since I had my son. I probably was three months postpartum and I had him in July and I started and I, and the plan was to just kind of try the women's class and then, you know, see you guys later. I'll see you when I bring my daughter and that's that, but have since then really fallen in love with this art and this martial art and this sport. And it's, you know, it adds to my fitness routine as well, but it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of effort to get up at 4.30, 5am, take care of my baby before I go to class. Either I'm leaving him with my husband if we're not going together, or we're waking up our eldest to, you know, come into our room or listen on the monitor so we can go to class. It's a lot of sacrifice on a lot of people. And I realized that although this does matter and it's important to me, as well as, you know, hitting the gym and reading the books I want to read, also, you know, making sourdough bread. <laughs> Side note, my family doesn't eat very much of it. They do eat some, but I give it away more. All these things are very important. I love them, but wow, can I really get overwhelmed very quickly, especially since I don't sleep fully at night yet because of my sweet baby boy who I plan on sleep training. <laughs> eventually, hopefully tonight, but we'll see how it goes. And I wanted to just share with you my struggle with realizing I'm not a perfectionist, but I do believe I am a high achiever. So I started this sport, this, um, you know, exercise or however you want to call it, you'll have to do it. And then you decide what it is. Cause I still can't put my finger on why I love jujitsu so much, but I realized that although it is important, it just takes a lot, a lot of energy, a lot of focus, and a lot of mental capacity for me to continue to do this. And I need to make room for that. I also need to make room for the sourdough bread orders that I have. I started making it. And now because of my love of fitness, I want to create the macros for it and make sure I have the macros on all the bread that I make. So you can still have your cake and eat it too, <laughs> if you will. And there's just a lot that goes into all of this. And then with the traveling and the holidays, and then also last but not least, most importantly, this show that's been placed on my heart that I believe the Lord led me to podcasting. And I know that I'm supposed to encourage other moms to 
take care of their faith and their health. And sometimes I just feel like I am dropping the ball with both because I'm not sleeping well, I'm overtraining, I'm overexerting myself. And maybe for you, you feel the same, or maybe you're undertraining and maybe you are getting enough sleep, but you're not hitting the gym the way that you should. So I, I say all this to share my struggle with you and to encourage you with this revelation that I've had recently and especially this morning at church. So I want to first tell you <laughs> that I know, and I just said this to my daughter about her voice and her singing voice. She has an incredible voice. And I believe in my heart that God is going to use her voice for her good and his glory. And if you are in this boat of feeling like you're a high achiever, but you're overwhelmed and you can't get anything done, easy breath. <laughs> my family and I would call it a cold plunge breath. And understand that God created you for these things that you're passionate about, for the things that you want to achieve and get done for your own personal growth, for your relationship with him, for your family and the good of your children and their children. And here's the realization so I can cut to the chase because I'm like, gosh, I'm just so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I'm why do I feel like I'm kind of all over the place and I just can't catch up? And I realized something, and that is the one thing that will make my faith stronger, and this is the most important thing, is if I spend time with the Lord in His presence. John 1.1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 2 says, He was in the beginning with God. Verse 3, All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. And I just paused during that song. I, I should know the name of it, but Hillsong sings it, and I walked up the aisle to marry my husband to that song, Spirit Lead Me Where My Trust Is Without Borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you may call me. Take me deeper than my feet can ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. And that's the part that hit me. And I was like, this is the number one thing, and I'm missing it because I'm overexerting myself, overextending. I'm also taking on a little bit too much and I think we have room for margin. I don't think we have to do anything every day except this one thing, and that is spending time in God's presence. And I know that that is the only thing that makes my faith stronger, and I know it will make your faith stronger as well. So as this season is upon us and we are so busy and all these things are taking over, Let's start, well, I guess let's first end the new year, end this year, and come into the new year with really making our faith a priority. And in doing so, and having this realization, I realized because of all the things I've been taking on, and some of them are okay, to just slow down a little bit and realize that this show is super important. It's been laid on my heart to talk about the redeeming work of the Lord and also my passion for health and fitness. So I would love to add another episode, as I tell you, 
<laughs> we need to slow down. It has been on my heart for a little while to add another episode in during the week that is faith-focused because I think that that will help me as a human being <laughs> and help you as a listener stay focused on what truly matters because we can't teach our children or make disciples well if we're not taking the time out at the feet of Jesus with our Bible, with our our study groups, listening to worship music. It's going to be very difficult for us to have moments of pause and praise if we can't take just a few minutes every morning to do this and if we feel so overworked. And so before all these awesome things that God created come into my life, I need to first spend time in the Word. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. (laughs) And that's where I want to go every single day. And I want to encourage you to go as well. I do want to read a couple of notes. And if you've been listening to the show, I've mentioned a few times that I am a part of Bible Study Fellowship and it is international. So you are doing the same study that someone else across the world is doing in another state. I know my sister-in-law is doing it. She is in the Orlando, Florida area. I am in the North Georgia area. I know of classes all over. My old class was in the Brandon, Florida area. And it's just an incredible way to dive really deep into theology and to really study the Word of God and to just have a group of sisters in Christ praying for you, hearing you, and discussing the Word. And it's absolutely amazing. So I wanted to, since I read John 1, I wanted to go over this page on, it's page 17. It was one of the second studies that we did because each week is a new one. I will also link BSF in the show notes so you guys can go there and find a class. It's never too late to join. So there is that, which is awesome news. (laughs) So Jesus is eternal God. I'm reading from this page in our BSF study book. And it says, John earnestly wants us to know that Jesus is no mere man. With beautiful artistry, John affirms Jesus's deity before he tells us one thing Jesus said or did on earth. In these opening verses, one I just read, John did not mention Jesus's name, but referred to Jesus with the Greek word logos, translated here as the word. This term occurs four times in these 18 18 verses, three times in the first verse, and again in verse 14. The word logos incorporates far more layers of meaning than can be easily captured in a single word. In ancient Greek mythology, logos indicated the first cause, an intelligent, divine, but unknown power behind the universe. God's word represents the dynamic power of his will. He speaks and it is done. Psalm 33, 6 reads, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, their starry host, by the breath of his mouth. In the beginning was the word. John opens his gospel with the same majestic words that launch Genesis 1, In the beginning. John's revelation of Jesus does not begin with a manger in Bethlehem, but in eternity past, before the world was created or time began, the word was. This amazingly simple yet utterly weighty phrase relates Jesus's eternal pre-existence. God's Son did not come into being when he came to earth. Like his Father, Jesus has always existed. 
The truth that John reveals about Jesus continues to expand, and he exposes the intimate eternal relationship between the Son and the Father with God. This suggests the fellowship of two distinct eternal persons, and this amazing phrase gazes into the mystery of the Trinity, the separate yet unified persons with the Godhead. In his pre-incarnate state, Jesus enjoyed unbroken, intimate communion with his Father. This fact magnifies the wonder that Jesus left the splendors of heaven to come to earth and be made into human likeness. The word was God. This is verse one, but the last part of it. Before the end of his first verse, John pulls out all the stops to indisputably claim that Jesus was fully God. John intended every word of his gospel to be read. Considering this life-changing fact, Jesus shares all his father's attributes, possessing the same nature or essence. To know Christ as Savior means believing he is fully God. Jesus' deeds and words are the very deeds and words of God himself, nothing less. Colossians 1, 1.15 declares, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Now, Jesus was with God in the beginning. This is a full participant with his Father when all things were created. More than a casual observer, Jesus, the eternal word, was the agent of creation. With purposeful clarity, John states the truth, both positively and negative, negatively in verse 3. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. This is absolutely incredible to me to finally just sit back and realize we can do so much and things do matter, but nothing ultimately compares to the truth that I just read to you from God's word first and from my notes from my BSF class that we must spend time with Jesus himself. And this is what matters most. And this is going to help us strengthen our faith. Our faith will be made stronger in the presence of our Savior, Jesus. I hope this episode has encouraged you. I pray that the Lord speaks through me to you. For me, I'm just looking forward to spending more time in God's Word. And aside from that, just not in a careless sense, but letting the, quote, chips fall where they may, and loving my littles in the season that I'm in, and making sure that I am in a healthy relationship with each one of my kids and my spouse. And because of those things in place that my health will follow and I will prioritize it daily, but I also know that it's okay if I don't get to something for the day outside of those two things. And I think this might be a permission slip for some of you, especially you high achieving mamas out there. If this has really opened your eyes or your heart or touched you in any way, please let me know. I will leave my speak pipe link in the show notes. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? Remember, this podcast offers health education tips and holistic insights. Please consult healthcare professionals for personalized advice. Until next time, mama, be bold and live well.